Hi everyone, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Renzi. I am joined by Dr. Lise, a human potential expert and leader who is going to bring insights to everything you need to know about love, dating, and relationships. We are so inspired and excited to present you with the knowledge that will get you to live a more alive and fulfilling love life with a lot less drama. Soul Worthy Love is going to debunk myths that have gotten people scared of love when it's actually the safest thing in the world. Whether you are aware of it or not, love is truly what makes you feel the happiest. Love of yourself, others, and your life. That's what's going to make you feel like you are living heaven on earth. We are going to bring you down to earth with ways of understanding and living love that will make you feel empowered so you can make wiser choices. Welcome to Soul Worthy Love. Hi, Dr. Lise. Welcome back to another episode. Hello, Rancy. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Last week was Calvin hosting the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Very fun to listen to. You know, men out there, hopefully you're getting some good advice out of these episodes. (laughs) And women, too. So in this episode, a podcast listener suggested that we talk about setting boundaries, specifically when you're hanging out with a friend of the opposite sex. A lot of the times, your girlfriend or boyfriend will be distressed, perhaps when you're hanging out with you know, your friend alone or at night. Like Some of these boundaries are extremely blurred, and I think it should be fair for both parties to set clear boundaries, right? But sometimes it just it doesn't happen. And oftentimes I see this happening more for young people than older people. Dr. Lise, the first question is, how the heck do you set boundaries? (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, so it depends on what kind of relationship you're in. If you're in a committed relationship or it's just casual, there's different kinds of relationship. But to go down to the basic understanding of what is love in a romantic sense, in a familial sense, in a different sense. But love, in my definition, that really helps to figure out what to do in some situations like this is love is wanting the best for your partner while respecting your needs. And I believe that if you're in a relationship with someone, your primary relationship needs to be the one that's the most important and you organize your time. As you get older, it becomes so much more obvious because the older you get, the more responsibilities you have, the less time you have for socializing. When you're younger, you have all kinds of friends, friends you used to hang around with before you meet this person that's now your partner. And it can create situations that can be threatening to your new partner if they're not confident within themselves. So it's about communication also and making sure that, all right, I want the best for my partner. My partner knew this person before they met me and they have a good connection. It's good for them. Maybe they do music together or they do sports together, whatever. So I want the best for them. They enjoy being with that friend. Obviously, if they wanted to have a relationship with that person, they would have had it before me, but they didn't. So they're just friends. And I feel safe within this relationship that you know, they're just friends. And as long as I'm getting my time with my partner, I'm okay if they're spending time together. But that needs to be discussed. Because sometimes you're in a relationship with someone and you just feel like there's a connection that's deeper between your partner and this 
so-called platonic relationship. And then this is when you need to really communicate what's going on and make yourself vulnerable and open and say, you know what? I'm glad that you have other people in your life and social life and it's good for you. When it comes to this person, I'm not so sure though. I'm not so sure because I feel like there's something extra. What do you think about this? Like, I want to respect your needs to spend time with this person, but what are we going to do about me who feels kind of threatened by this? And having open-hearted conversation is super important. In my opinion, when you're in a relationship, you're not allowed to make unilateral decisions. You need to communicate and find ways of getting to a middle, a compromise, a something that's that is respectful of, of both people like if if you don't talk to your partner you decide oh, i'm just going to do what i want i'm going to go out that's their problem they're insecure uh they don't want to let me go out with my friend i've known my friends for years nothing has ever happened and you just go and make a unilateral choice it that's not respectful of your relationship it's super important in any situation to make sure that both people feel heard and both people feel respected in their needs. But what happens if through speaking, you realize your partner is really threatened by you going out with this person. And in your heart, you go like, I've known this person. She's like my sister or he's like my brother. I have no intention. And it's really important for me. I'd like to spend some time like, how are we going to do this? Well, maybe they can just decide to go out together, all three, instead of just two of you. It's, it's really about... Ultimately, it all comes down to being worthy of love. When you know you're worthy of love, when you know your partner is lucky to be with you, just like you're lucky to be with them, they would be stupid to stray. And that's that's a big test. So most of the time, in my experience, what I've seen is it's actually insecurity that prevents the person from letting their partner go out with somebody of you know, they could feel threatened by. But sometimes you have your own, like this sixth sense, this intuition that happens, then you really need to talk about it. So in my, in my advice is first, do your inner work. The Heart Freedom Method is a really good tool for finding if you're just being triggered from the past, from something that happened to you, and then there's, there's actually nothing going on with this person. They're just friends. Or sometimes it's actually your sixth sense going, I, I think something is wrong. And that will most likely happen if you're not happy in the relationship. Because when you're fully happy and connected in your heart, you know, I don't question my partner. I, I trust him. I know I know he would never need to do anything outside the relationship because we have such a great connection. And I know him and I know he wouldn't do anything to jeopardize that. So it comes with trust, trusting that you're worthy of love, trusting in your partner. That's a huge thing because when you can trust your partner, then you can be vulnerable, you can be open, you can have true intimacy. So it's so interesting because the more, quote, quote, vulnerable we make ourselves in a relationship, meaning we are open and connected and, and really honest with each other, the safer we are. And the more we, we don't trust, the more we kind of try to protect ourselves, the more we shut down, the more we dissolve the bond, the intimacy, then the more danger there is in actually having your partner stray. Like everything in relationship, I cannot say this is black or white. 
there's boundaries that you know you shouldn't spend. It's it's really about trust, trust in yourself, trust in your partner, how long you've been with someone, how, much, how well you know the person they're hanging around with. Your intuition will tell you whether something is totally, because I have lots, because I'm very athletic, I have lots of men friends. And why? Because often my girlfriends didn't want to go do athletic things. So I have a lot of male friends that they're like my brothers. It's really about trusting, trusting yourself, trusting love, and when your intuition tells you something, if you don't say anything, that's not any better because now you're keeping your mouth shut because you're afraid that if you open your mouth, then your partner is going to get upset. And if they get upset, they might dump you. So the answer to this question is, I cannot give you a black and white, this is right, this is wrong, boundaries, you know, certain amount of time or whatever. It's really individual. That's what a consciously loving relationship is all about, if that's what you're after, which I strongly recommend because a consciously loving relationship makes you feel really safe. It's about communication and making sure that you don't make unilateral decisions. Because if you don't communicate with your partner that you're being threatened and you are making the uh, unilateral decision that this is wrong and you're not telling your partner and you're just boiling inside, you're creating a distance, you're creating emotions, you're creating dynamics that might well create the thing that you're afraid of. So In my books, honesty is always the best thing, being quote-unquote vulnerable through communicating your fears and seeing how your partner responds to that. Do they care when you feel threatened? Does it matter to them? Because that's also a way of deciding whether or not you want to be in a relationship with someone. When you are vulnerable to your partner, are they nurturing and do they listen and are they respectful? Or do they take that opportunity to slam you down? And that, in my books, is a big red flag. So if you speak with your partner and you're vulnerable and your partner uses that to send you a dig and like really hurt you, in my opinion, you need to leave that relationship because that's a pretty red flag to narcissistic personality disorder, which you'll never be happy in a relationship like this. It's, it's better to find out that in the beginning, that when you're with someone, if you're making yourself vulnerable, do they cherish you? Do they respond? Are they nurturing? Or do they use that moment to control you, overpower you, be disrespectful? Because those are, those are the people you do not want to be with. Because remember, we have the five factors to have a consciously loving relationship. And uh, number one is be with someone who wants to be with you. But Number two is be with someone who's your best friend, someone that you can trust your heart with them. And when you make yourself vulnerable and the person uses that to hurt you, that's a big red flag. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay in a relationship like this. I would, I would know that my heart is not safe in that relationship. Dr. Elise, you can't see me, but I've been nodding my head along to everything you said for the past like 10 minutes. And I genuinely wish I had heard this a lot sooner mm-hmm. and had realized that before because in so many situations, this quote unquote setting boundaries topic has occurred at least like I feel like a lot of the times people in a relationship they just don't really address it because they know that it's fine they are really good friends they've known each other for decades so let them just be friends but there's a 
point to even to that decade-long friendship because, you know, it's weird if you guys are going out at midnight, right? Hanging out, that to me seems weird. Yes, I agree. <laughs> right? And I don't care how long you've known each other. I don't care if you were born in the same hospital like that. <laughs> what what makes me kind of suspicious is that going out at an odd time at usually when people would say like midnight is, you know, for booty calls and whatever, like Dr. Lee's, have you heard of that before? <laughs> like if you oh, yeah, booty calls for sure. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's it's also about who is your commitment to your time commitment? As you get older, you only have so many hours in a day that can be split among so many people. Exactly. And so your primary relationship needs to be the one you're most committed to. At that midnight, that's usually the time if you're in a relationship and you, you're sleeping together, like, okay, that's not cool now. Like you want to go and play tennis or basketball, fine, during the day, but like this is our time together. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's a strange picture. And I think listeners listening to this will be like, uh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> and yes, it was really weird. Uh, trusting your intuition is important. And ultimately, everything I do is I wish the best to other people. But at the same time, I will respect my needs. Mm-hmm. I don't wish ill on other people because I know it always comes back at me afterwards anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you don't have to hang around. Again, Dr. Lise, I think what you said was so important. First, it's about communication and doing your inner work is the most important thing because if you are insecure, then you will always think that your partner is doing something else when they're actually, they're not. So take the time to work on yourself. And again, if things are really just out of control, and by out of control, I mean to the point where you can't take it, you might want to reassess your relationship then because, you know, by Dr. Lisa's definition, love is about respecting your own needs while respecting the needs for other people, right? So genuinely, if they're at a point where they don't respect you, what is the point of staying in this relationship, yeah. right? Yeah, especially and if you're just starting and you have a relationship like this, those are big red flags. It's super important to to be honest, because sometimes we're so desperate. We so want to be in a relationship and they, you know, it's almost there, like the person almost there, but if you cannot trust your partner, then it's not the right relationship for you. And at the same time, make sure you do your inner work. So you're not constantly afraid and worrying. This is actually something that I see in a lot of young people. I think because of social media, when I grew up, we never had all these anxieties. There's so much anxiety in people being liked and being good enough to have enough liked. And it's there's a tremendous amount of pressure on the younger people right now. And such insecurity, constant insecurity that I, I didn't see when I was growing up. And like the listeners right now were older and listening to this you grew up you know during your teenage years when the there was no social media you have a totally different experience because you you would meet someone you would trust your heart you would know whether or not you were connecting and yes you would become infatuated with which sometimes can get you in trouble but you would have a connection that was real human and now with all the digital world 
stuff. It creates virtual realities that are not very clear and, and pressure of making sure that in the virtual reality we are liked, which is really challenging for, for many younger people. And that's why I really recommend going back to the basics, which is love. And love demands that we spend time together, that we communicate with each other, that we we do things for the other person because it's not love is not a passive word. Love is an active word. And the baby part of us, when we end up in a relationship, often we're just sitting there wanting to see what the other person is going to do for us. That's the baby part of us that's looking for a mommy or a daddy to take care of ourselves. True love is what can I do for my partner to, to brighten my partner's day? What could I tell my partner that would make them feel appreciated? What can I do right now that's going to bring some pizzazz in our relationship? Because it's not only about what you want to receive. What is it you want to give to the relationship? And some people go the opposite. They give so much that they lose themselves in a relationship. But a lot of people enter a relationship and they're just sitting there waiting to be disappointed, looking for what's not going to be done for them or how they're doing it wrong. Instead of going, all right, I'm going to add energy into the mix. I'm going to be actively loving. And guys, when Dr. Lee says give, she doesn't mean give anxiety, distress, or (laughs) (laughs) it means good things, right? So do not give your partner anxiety or distress by doing things that will cause them anxiety and distress, okay? Good things, positive things. So sorry, I just had to throw that out there. (laughs) But even sometimes without meaning it, we throw in something, make sure that you, you deal with it, that you acknowledge it. And you give energy to the relationship by going, all right, what I said back then, you know, was not right. So uh, what I really mean is this, and I really love you and appreciate you. So giving energy into the relationship, so it's more loving. This is what consciously loving relationships are all about. It's really about how can I look at this person and make their lives brighter? Because that's what I want them to do. Because then it becomes so much more fun. You will see that you'll become aware when you know your partner is doing something for you that you know they don't really like doing, but they're doing it just for you. You go, wow, this is pretty cool. And then you want to reciprocate. So you, you you do the same for them. You do something that yeah, you're not really into, but you just know that it makes them happy. And then you feel happy to do it. And now you have a total different uh, relationship, dynamics that's inspiring, that's fun, that makes you heart feel very light and when you're just sitting there going ah oh, they're not doing this and they're not doing that and now you withdraw and you 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 just pull away from the relationship it also goes south and that's what we want to create here we want to create soul worthy relationship like your soul is your connection to your higher self to unconditional love and that is where you're going to feel the happiest not when you're policing your relationship, but when you are actively, both of you consciously aware of how to make it loving. And I think what's also really important, Dr. Lee, back to what you said is, you know, communicating with each other, but I think also communicating with 
your friend if things are really tense between the relationship of you and your partner talk to your friend and be like hey i don't think this is appropriate for us to be either hanging out at midnight or doing whatever right i think getting a dinner or lunch alone depending on the context is fine but set boundaries between your friends too because sometimes they're just not aware and i think it's about that communication conversation with both people right yeah being vulnerable being open speaking and really finding a way like i want the best for you while respecting my needs and it's a dance and being reasonable and not insecure i trust my partner i never worry about my partner i know that whatever my partner does it's going to be fine it's going to make him happy and it's not going to harm my relationship i'm fully happy and on board with that i've been in relationships in the past where my intuition just told me something is wrong because we don't have this strong bond when you don't have a strong bond that's when you become more insecure about who they are hanging around with that's been my experience yes i can attest to that too Uh, This will be, I feel like, an episode four on its own. But long story short, without a connection, you will really feel out of place and really just disorganized with your emotions. And basically, there was this one time where I found the Tinder app on his phone. One of my best friends, she she was like, why is he on Tinder? And then that was the end of things. Like, really trust your intuition because in the beginning, like, I knew something was off, but I just gave him the benefit of the doubt so ladies like don't be too nice on them (laughs) because if you think that your intuition is right go with your gut feeling trust me on this it will not do you harm anyways that was obviously we're not together now but (laughs) yeah well that's the thing is sometimes i've seen it some clients they're so infatuated they can't let that person go And it just creates horrible dynamics that scar the person. When you stay in a relationship that you can't trust, it creates such stress that it can scar you for the rest of your life for other relationships. You become really um, jaded and that's not a good thing. So when you love who you are and you realize I can't trust my heart with this person, then you just say, you know, thank you for the times that we had together. Obviously, we're not on the same page. You're not wanting the same things I want. And I wish you well. And I'm going to find a person that I can be with and trust my heart with. Absolutely agreed. So guys, when it comes to setting boundaries, take the time to communicate with your partner and also perhaps your friend if things are getting really tense. And then also do your inner work, right? Because Mm -hmm. you are insecure, that does not make this relationship very fun to be in. And you're you're just worrying all the time. You're just fueled by your anxiety and your distress. So, you know, take the time to work on yourself before getting into a relationship or being in a relationship, right? Because at the end of the day, how can you love someone if you don't love yourself or if you haven't done your inner work right you can't possibly give your fullest so dr lee's this was super informative so thank you very much thank you rancy it was fun thank you everyone we'll see you next time on tuesdays thank you for tuning in to soul worthy love we have new episodes every tuesday mm-hmm.